Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. We're live. Good morning, Patty. How you doing? I am great, and I'm excited to present someone, or no, you're going to do the presenting, someone that's really, I think, a very special woman and uh, excited to just really tell the world about what she's doing with her amazing brand. And you're going to be seeing a lot of her this year. But Tim, take it away and let us know who our next guest is. Right. We have a very special guest and I'm excited to, to bring her on. Her name is Sonia Rodriguez. She's a celebrity artist who reveals the true beauty of her clients through a clean and modern approach to makeup with a hint of glamour. She has honed her craft for well over a decade by working with an array of artists that has led her to develop her very own signature look. Sonia has appeared on such shows as Bravo's The Real Housewives of New York and Bethany Ever After. As Kevin and Danielle Jonas's personal artist, she then went on to become key makeup artist for Ease Married to Jonas. She quickly found herself in the mix of the Jonas clan and began to work closely with Nick and Joe Jonas. A New York-based artist for many years, Sonia has had the pleasure of having her work featured on The View, Today's Show, Good Morning America, Live with Regis and Kelly, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, Oprah Presents Masterclass, the list goes on and on. Her ability to connect with her clients and really target what they want has broadened her client list to include Kate Upton, Terrence Howard, Kristen Wiig, Robin Thicke, Soldad O'Brien, and Shaquille O'Neal, to name a few. Sonia is the founder of a bridal agency which provides on-site makeup and hair services all over the country. She is also currently filming the first season of a makeover show on TLC, scheduled to premiere in early 2015. The Boss Free Society podcast welcomes Sonia Rodriguez. Yay! Hi! Thanks for having me. God, I sound so fancy. Thanks. You sound like you have a million accolades, and naturally, from all the friends that I have that watch reality TV, tell us who's a total jerk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Patty. <laughs> Patty likes to get draw get get into the drama right away. You know? oh she's, she's wanting to throw That's people funny. under the bus. No, absolutely, absolutely. However, I did. Sonia, I did see on your Facebook uh, yesterday that you had someone pretty famous in your chair. La I think it was last night, but maybe it was earlier this week. Yeah, last night actually, Mike Tyson. That's and 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 you're talking to us, so obviously, uh, you know, it, it went well. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I was actually, you know, pretty surprised. He was very like sweet and gentle. Um, I didn't really know what to expect, but he. I feel like he was trying to put me at ease because I was a little nervous. I mean, you sure. know, He's Mike Tyson. Reputation, right? Yeah, wow. yeah, but it was great. Well, and I was going to say, you know, I think that his image for me softened when I saw him in uh, what Hangover? In The Hangover. Absolutely. Like his image completely changed. <laughs> I always thought of him, hey, that's the guy that chewed off that guy's ear. What right? is it? Holyfield, yeah. Tim? Yeah, yeah. Holy... yeah real deal. Yeah, and then after that, it just kind of softened the whole thing. But. 
cool that Mike Tyson, we have established that he is a gentle person. That's a good thing. So he is yes. welcome again in your chair. But Absolutely. I mean, beyond that, I, I want to go back to just kind of where your career started. Like, how did you get into the beauty industry? Was it specific to makeup? And how, I guess, how did you evolve to where you are now? Okay, well, um, so when I was in high school, I... I think found my place in like the music and drama and all of that kind of stuff. So I had a real passion for the arts. And um, when I went to college, I went to go study music education. So my whole thing was I was going to become a classical singer. I never wanted to be a teacher, um, but I was going to do the, the education degree as a, as a safety basically. So I went to school and pretty early on, I realized I don't, I don't like this. (laughs) Um, So, and it was really interesting because I was like in a world of artists and that's usually where I felt the most comfortable. And I felt like an outcast. Like I did not fit in with these, these people. Mm. So um, by my third year, I dropped out, I went home and my mom was like, okay, well, you got to figure out what you're doing next. And for now go to work, you know? So I started working, um, as a waitress and then got a job at a hair salon as a receptionist. And that's actually, I guess the turning point. Cause I was there for maybe a year, had no idea what I wanted to do. I was maybe like 19, 20 years old. And, um, they had someone who would come in and do makeup from time to time and she couldn't do it anymore. So someone said, Hey, you do your makeup kind of cute. Why don't, why don't you do it? And I was like, okay. So um, I was like really excited about getting started and I did a few makeup applications with like just what I knew and what I did on myself and they were horrible. Um, It did not translate. People were not happy. (laughs) Um, But it inspired me at least to go get some education. Like so I found um, Mac Cosmetics who has a pro program and they would do like these classes. You go for 150 bucks and it's like a demo and all of that stuff. But Little by little, I started getting more education, and I took this class um, in California. Uh, The salon I worked at, actually, they would get all these points from this one particular distributor for free education. Mm. So they had all this extra education, and they were like, why don't you go take these classes? So I went, and it was three days. I want to say I was like 21 at this point, and that's like what changed it for me because the instructors um, had just come back from like... Milan or somewhere and they were like oh we just did fashion week and you know whatever and I was like oh, oh I can actually make a career out of this outside of the salon so that was the first time I realized that this wasn't just like a side gig I could actually do something so when I went home um this probably was like 2002 um I went online and I'm like researching and trying to find things and back then Like now, if you go online, you'll find education everywhere. Back then, you couldn't find anything. Wow. So um, I stumbled upon this one particular uh, website. It was called themakeupshop.com in New York. And um, the owner, her name is Toby Britton, had this internship program. And you had to apply for the internship. And, you know, I didn't quite know what the details were. But I reached out to her um, because she had all of these classes I couldn't afford any of them, but I just was like, I, I need to, you know, I need to get there. So went in with her, did a makeup application, and um, she accepted me as part of uh, the internship program, which basically meant you run the store one day a week for no pay, but you get these credits that you can use towards classes 
Um, but the only caveat was you couldn't like, let's say if the class was $500, the, the credits would only count for like a percentage of it. You still had to like, you know, pay some part. Right. So I was with her for about two years. I didn't pay for one class. I took everything. She trained me on everything. And I assisted her on like some really big shoots. Um, I mean, she did something with um, this one really famous photographer, David, um, David LaChapelle. And of course, yeah. And I was just like, Oh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. So it was an education, um, right off the bat, like linking up with her and honestly committing once a week, getting up at 5am at like like 22 years old and getting into the city and spending all day and like not getting paid for it, um, financially was a real, like, it's something I'm proud of because at that age, I don't think, you know, kids are that committed to something, but you know, I loved it. And, you know, I was there for two years. And then after that, just started meeting more people in the industry. And that led to some big relationships. Like, for example, my mentor, Sam Fine, who's a very well-known celebrity makeup artist, I met him attending one of his classes. And I asked a question and, you know, there was something about me that he liked at that point. And, um, you know, from that relationship, I've assisted him on Vogue and um, the Queen Latifah show. We've done things for CoverGirl. Um, it's been a really, really amazing experience. Um, Gosh, I want to ask you a couple of questions, yeah. just kind of going back. So, um, because there's some gold, there's gold in there. Yeah. There's a lot, <laughs> so, lot of different lessons. There's a lot of different, lot of different gold. And so I'm coming from a perspective of there's somebody in the boss Re society that's interested in becoming a celebrity makeup artist. Right. And they're probably thinking, okay, how did you find this program? And we found out that you were on the internet and now there's a number of different programs. Um, Holding that idea, let's put that to the side. But beyond that, the fact that you were working for free that shows the hustle that it takes to get noticed to deserve the time of somebody that could teach you is really critical there. So this woman spent two years teaching you tools of the trade. I'm sure you paid your dues and then some in terms of doing things that maybe weren't as sexy and glamorous early on, right? Can I assume that? Yep. Yeah. And so really just understanding that the payback was going to come over time. It wasn't going to be instantaneous. Can can you kind of offer some perspective on that? Because I'm sure that there's people like, why? Like, I want it to happen now. And so right. in those two years or even in that in that exchange of meeting and being really calculated about how you were networking, can you kind of put some context to that? Yeah. Um, well, Speaking to the the part about working for free, um, I wanted to say it's really important to, to, to phrase it like, yeah, I didn't get money. And sometimes I ended up paying for work because I had to get there and all of that. But I was paid in so much education. It was insane. Like some of the photo shoots and things that I was at, at like a, such an early level. The first job I did with Sam Fine, I assisted him on a, on a shoot for Vogue. And it was completely free. Mm-hmm. I got a call the day before. And, you know, his agent was like, are you available? I'm like, uh, I am available for salmon for Vogue. Absolutely. <laughs> and all I did that day, honestly, was hold a brush here and there. You know, there was years because I even to this day, I still will take jobs that are free if they're worth it. Mm. Um, but, you know, I was 
I was in the room. I'm working with like the biggest photographers, the biggest stylists, the biggest hairstylists. I'm understanding what's going on on set, what my role is. That's information that it doesn't matter how many classes you take, you can't learn unless you're there. And if you're there by yourself alone, there's no one telling you because makeup and hair, we're kind of our own department. It's usually just one of us. So if you don't know what you're doing, you can ruin it and um, ruin that relationship for the next like upcoming job. That is so brilliant. Okay, so key there is the mentorship, right? That yes. finding the mentor. And if that means that you have to work for free or pro bono or start doing like the menial junk that nobody wants to do, or even as far as being open-minded enough to see the bigger picture, right? Yes, it may have been inconvenient for you to get up at five in the morning, but the key decision there is that you had the drive to do it because you had an eye on the bigger prize. It's the small incremental learnings that you were gaining that have paid off really big in your career, right? Absolutely. And I mean, I think it's just, you know, when you're so excited about something, um, my best friend, we've been best friends since I was like, since I started this. So he's seen the whole progress and the other day we had lunch and he's like, do you remember when we used to drive up and down route nine and like give your cards to florist? And cause I was trying to build my bridal business. Sure. He's like, we would just spend afternoons driving up and down like my town and just, you know, and I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like we, there was just so much hustle. You know, I was trying anything. I mean, whatever worked for sure, oh, but it, it was fun. It was I fun. Think to another, another point, another lesson in what you said earlier was that the first time that you did it, you weren't necessarily yes. you know, a great makeup artist, right? And I think a lot yeah. of people right there might have said, oh, I'm not good at this. Time to hang it up. But instead, you hunkered down and really forged forward to create you know, your, your, own, your own reality, basically. Yeah. And, you know, to that point, I have to say that um, ever since I was little, like I remember being in high school and knowing that I was not built to be a nine to five person. And when I went to college, I was like, oh, God, you know, music is my everything. I can't imagine life without it. And then I realized that that wasn't it. But um, so it was confusing for a good year and a half. But I always knew that I was more artistic. So when the makeup thing came my way, I like latched onto it because it was artistic. It felt right to me. Um, and I, I think I was lucky because I was 20. So I, you know, lived at home for a long time. I was broke. I worked, you know, two jobs, three jobs, whatever I had to do. Um, so I was able to, to put in the years of hustle. Cause I don't think I, I probably was about 26, 27 when I was able to let go of any other kind of job and, uh, maintain myself on just a makeup artist salary. That's amazing. So then part of that process, though, you talked about um, your mentor, Sam Fine, and it sounds like he has been a, you know, a mentor to you for many, many, many years. I mean, you have yeah. well over 10 years of experience under your belt. How did you find him? So talk, talk about that process. Like if somebody is now recognizing, I'm interested in becoming a celebrity makeup artist, I realize, and oh, by the way, guys, all of this is so applicable to any business that you're in. Um, all of these are key points where you're talking about the hustle, being hungry enough to, to seek out, um, starting at something that you're kind of entertained with and then failing and then figuring out that even if you fail that first time, what Sonia decided to do is that she's like, okay, well, let 
me get the skills because I'm intrigued enough to want to know more about this and really develop her skills. So I just wanted to throw that out there. This isn't just for people that are interested in becoming a makeup artist. This is great learnings from somebody that has been in the game for a very long time and knows how this works. So Back to the mentorship thing. How did you seek out Sam Fine? I know that you were in some kind of an engagement, but how did you take it to the next level? Okay, well, I feel like I want to just go back to even like when I first attended his class because I remember so vividly, I was actually booked to do a job that day um, for something that Bill Cosby was a part of. And for me, Bill Cosby, you know, I love the Cosby show. So I was just like, oh my God, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And I got canceled the day before and I was like devastated. (laughs) So um, I remember I had gotten this link for Sam's class and um, I wasn't really that interested because his audience is women of color and that's not really my audience or it wasn't. It's becoming more so. But um, I decided to go because I was like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything now. I might as well just go. And I'm happy that I did because that's really where we made that connection. But I just want to point out the fact that I didn't even know if I was really going to get anything out of it. Um, And it ended up being like, in terms of skills, you can watch him now, like years and years later, I can watch him now and I'm still blown away. Like I've never seen it before because he's so talented. So I'm happy I took the chance and went to this class. Um, But sorry, Patty, tell me the question again. How did I move forward with Sam? Yeah, yeah. So so you, you recognize the genius um, yeah. And what he could do. So did you ask him, hey, can you be my mentor? Or how did you how did you connect where he became that person to you? The mentor? Okay. Yeah, you know, I get this question a lot, because I think that people feel like it has to be this um, very transactional thing, like, will you be my mentor? I, it really wasn't like that. It just kind of evolved. Um, knowing him as a friend now, I realized that I really are Um, personalities are very similar. I mean, he's very sarcastic and silly and all of that. But I think it's just, um, you know, you attract what you are. Um, And he is uh, totally an entrepreneur, a very smart businessman. He cares very much about mindset. Everything he does is very intentional. Um, There's nothing that he, like if I ask him a question, there's nothing he doesn't have an answer for because everything is intended. Um, So, I feel fortunate enough that he sees those same qualities and he was the one who kept calling me back to assist him. And then little by little, we just established more of a friendship and we've gotten to the point we've traveled, you know, like for new years, we've gone away and just hung out and it's, it's, it's just evolved to so much more. That's so amazing. That's so cool. So then I'm assuming he opened your eyes to entrepreneurship in a bigger way because there are people who will take this career becoming um, a makeup artist. But for you, it's really transitioned into truly an entrepreneurial endeavor. Take us to where kind of that process of doing gigs, right, going on shoots or whatever, and how your business is kind of really transforming into where you're building your brand or talk to us about that process. Yeah, I think that what started happening is that um, fortunately, I started getting too busy and I started having to turn clients away. So I was referring them to other artists and sometimes I would hear back, you know, I never heard back from that makeup artist or whatever. So it was upsetting me that I felt like it was um, a bad reflection of me that, you know, this artist wasn't following through. 
And in all fairness, I have to say as artists, you know, we tend to be a little bit more like dreamers and not totally like planners and stuff. So I happen to be a little bit of both. So that kind of stuff really rubs me the wrong way. So, um, it, then I just decided, I'm like, well, you know, maybe I can do more work with an assistant. And then it became like, now I have this kind of employee. And then I was like, well, maybe I should just have people that I train and then I can send them out. Cause I was also starting to raise my prices. Um, but I didn't really want to, I felt like I had invested so much in these clients, which I still have today, like 10 years later. Um, so I wanted to make sure that they had an option of someone that they trusted, that they knew that I had trained. Um, and then I figured I'm like, I might as well just take a cut from the person I trained. Um, and that kind of started the whole, the, the whole bridal business. Um, and then that I had that for a good two or three years. And I mean, like we were starting to get to the point where we were all busy every weekend, which was really exciting to see. Um, and then recently, earlier this year, I decided that um, it's time to move forward. So that means letting go of the bridal business and then starting more of the mentorship, which is what I was doing with my team, um, but just expanding it so I could help other makeup artists, not only the ones that were working directly with me. That's great. So is this about teaching them your trademark look or your trademark technique, or, or is it going beyond that? Definitely going beyond that. Um, I care very much about skill set. I think you have to know what you're doing and you have to come to the game confident with that because there's going to be so many different curveballs that your safety is going to be knowing that you're good at your craft. That's number one. So you can like, don't have to think about it. And now you can worry about the situation because sometimes like, for example, last night with Mike Tyson, I had five minutes with him. In five minutes, I need to get him comfortable. I have to get him ready for the show. I have to get him in, in a position where he's going to be able to deliver his best. Because essentially, our job is hospitality. Mm-hmm. We're there to make people feel good. So that has nothing to do with the makeup. I'm pretty sure Mike didn't care you know, what color I put on him. As long as he looked like himself, that's not what he cared about. You know what I mean? Definitely. Right. Well, that's yeah. That, that 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 goes to show you, like what Patty was talking about. What you're talking about is just the skill set and the creating rapport with people really goes beyond what you know what what you do. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm trying to teach. I want to have people understand that it's not just the artistry, and that also you have a choice. Because I feel like my career has transitioned many times. I've had a successful bridal business. I've done tons of TV. I've worked with lots of celebrities. Now I'm working on the nightly show, which is an episodic show, which I've never done before. And I'm doing things like, you know, um, putting on beards and wigs and, you know, more like effect stuff, which is becoming like fun. So um, I would have never gotten here had I not made certain decisions that led me to this point. And I think I was allowing my career to lead me, just taking the jobs that were coming my way, where now I am choosing what jobs I take and now it's defining the path I'm taking. That's so brilliant and so exciting, right? As an entrepreneur. Yeah. As an entrepreneur to be able to really design your life the way that you want to work. I mean, but you you put in your years. (laughs) Well, the thing is, I have to say that I've gotten this clarity in the last year. I think Sam for years, I would reach out to him and say, Hey, you know, what do you think about this deal? Or, you know, should I ask for more or is that too much? And he's like, well, what do you want? And he would always put it back on me. He's like, you know, when you're putting together a contract, 
figure out what you want first. And I don't think I really understood that because I was so afraid of not getting the job that I wanted to always just um, offer something that would be appealing. But now there are specific things that are um, they're deal breakers. If I don't get them for the particular situation, it just is not a job that makes sense. Right. That's fascinating. So you have no fear about turning away a gig that just isn't coherent with the way that you operate or the type of project that you want to work on, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I just got offered something for next Friday, which is for the Divas reunion on VH1, a pretty big deal. Um, but to be honest with you, I also have my class, which I'm teaching on Saturday. It's a free class, but I'm like super excited about it to share what, um, what I know and my message. But um, I had to really decide, is this worth it if it's going to take away from the time I have to prepare for you know, my, what I perceive as my real mission, which is now to share with the artist? So I, I said to my agent, I'm like, it sounds great, you know, and I'd love to work with her in the future, but um, I'm not available that day. And it felt good. Look at you. It was really good. <laughs> I felt like, wow, I'm fancy. I'm putting down my like, big gigs, you know? <laughs> so well, you know no, I'm sorry. Well, to, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I was going to say, I think, too, with that, A, it, you know, it gives you the control. But B, I think it really puts out in the universe what your, you know, what your intention is. Exactly. And it really it creates that, that aura of you know, what, what you're trying to do. Yeah, it, it feels empowering for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a a clear path, right? I mean, right before when you're explaining that, you're saying the mission that I have. I mean, so it's really crystal clear in your head, and it's it's okay to not take on a gig because you you don't have that fear of loss. Instead, you're seeing it as oh, that could potentially be a distraction that yeah. I don't need right now because right now I'm on this path and this is my focus. And this, you know, you, you almost see the end game. You see the end of yeah. what it is that you want to develop that's going to keep you on track. So that's super super empowering. Yeah, and I was thinking about even um, because I sent out an email to everybody who registered for my class, thanking them for registering, asking them what they want to learn, letting them know what I had, you know, set up for them, and to find out a little bit about their background. So hearing these people that are like, I have someone coming from Pennsylvania, I have girls that are like just in cosmetology school, like people are investing their time and they're really curious. They want to learn stuff. So I have to bring my best because. You know, this is when, like, the fun part. They're just starting, so they're so excited. I want them to leave with their minds blown. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So how are you evolving this year in 2015? Tell us about your passion projects. What's on the docket? Because I know we, we talk, you have a ton going on, so share with our Boss Free Society where your <laughs> brand is going to just blow up this year. Okay, great. Um so, of course, you know, the big thing is the mentorship program. That's what I'm most excited about. Um, but uh, I have to say a close second is, um, you know, the personal development part. I'm so addicted to it right now. Patty, I know that you know that. <laughs> yes. And it's not going to go away, Sonia. It only gets more obsessive. Like, you're just going to, the more you know, the more your brain grows. And you're like, God, I can never go back to the way that I was. Sorry, I just had to do a big plug for personal development. And Tim and I are on the same page. Tim is Absolutely. like, he's yeah, done it, it for years and years. Well, it's, and it's also like, you know, we, yeah, we got I mean, we got Sonia because of you guys meeting at, at an event. And I think when you go to these events, you know, you're networking with such high quality people that it really, you know, it vibrates within you. But anyway, go on, Sonia. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and it's, it's, 
know, gotten me so, so much stronger. I mean, it's definitely in terms of business, but just as a person, like I wouldn't be ready to take these big challenges on that um, are happening this year if I hadn't really committed to this. And it was just because I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be better. And um, the stronger I got, now I feel like I want to share that message because I felt so crappy at one point, you know, so I want to help other, other makeup artists. And through this mentorship program, um, I feel like that's the way. So um, coming up in May, I have my first uh, three-day boot camp, which I'm really excited about. But um, it's, so it's basically like the basics of beauty, like, you know, an intensive look at foundation and like um, different eye applications, like smoky eye, um, tattoo covering, which I love, but just a broad range of different um, skill sets that will really help any artist in any arena that they're in. Um, and I'm also going to sneak in a little bit about like mindset, like just start sharing that wealth because I don't think that we're an industry that are thinking that way yet. So, um, I want to give them a taste of that and then, um, you know, hopefully work with more artists closely for periods of either six months or a year to get them really in tune with what they want to do and then just map out this path for them. Um, and hopefully cut, you know, five or 10 years from the learning process um, so they can get to where I am or where they want to be quicker. Brilliant. So then tell, tell us what success looks like to you. <sighs> Good question. Okay. So um, success for me looks like, well, definitely time freedom. Um, I have two baby nieces that are seven months old and they live about two hours away. And I want to be able to see them at least twice a month and spend, you know, all weekend with them. Um, I want to uh, spend, you know, time every single day with fitness and nutrition, like getting up early and getting my workout in is really important to me. I'm working on the nightly show. And, and again, I don't feel like there's accidents. It's a job that I don't have to be there till 1.30. I literally have my mornings to have my routine that makes me feel good. I have time to work on my business. And then when I get to the show, I'm ready to play. Um, so I have to tell you, I feel like I'm already kind of living. Yay. You know, that's I'm a already good thing. Don't that's be a, a, yeah, just, that's a, Now that's I, awesome. I, it's just time to share it. Awesome. So, you know, what we like to do with our, with our audience and with the guests we bring on is to ask them, you know, what sage advice or, or wisdom nugget uh, do you have for our boss-free society peeps? Perhaps maybe it's an action um, that someone can take in the next 24 to 48 hours so that they can apply to their business or life. What, what kind of advice do you have? Sorry, I, you know what? You cut off for a second. Can you just repeat that? Sure, absolutely. Um, what sage advice or wisdom nuggets do you have for our boss free society people? Uh, maybe perhaps it's an action that you, that they can take in the next 24 to 48 hours that they can apply to their business and or life. Well, I mean, I, th I think number one is to take an action no matter what. Um, I have I actually have a, a Facebook group and I just posted something about that this morning cause it's Friday today. So I was just saying to them, you know, it's the end of the week. Usually this is when we start to kind of like drag a bit and we're ready for the weekend. But, you know, I said, can we commit to doing one thing today that is going to either grow your business or, you know, um, help you feel better as a person or help you feel accomplished? You know, whether it's something small or something big, just pick one thing. So um, I think that's that's the goal. And if it feels overwhelming, just pick something small, but pick one one thing and do it. 
Love it. Absolutely. Now, you said that you have a mentorship program coming up. If our people out there that are listening in the cyber world, if they want to learn more about it, where, where do they, where can they find that information? Well, very good question. Um, that's actually TBD because um, I'm actually already mentoring some people, but it's very new, very, very, very new. So I'm still kind of putting together the back end of that stuff. And awesome. I don't, I actually don't know if I'm going to offer the mentorship program um, online in any way. I think that I'm going to be very, very particular about who I'm picking. So um, what will probably happen is that there'll be some kind of link to an event, some kind of makeup class. And then from there, there'll be an application process. I don't think I'm going to open it up, you know, to the world like that. Brilliant. Okay, guys, for more information on Sonia, all her social media links, her website, any relevant information that we have for you on Sonia and what she's doing, her events, etc., we will post that in the show notes. Sonia, it has been such an honor to see you again. I love hearing about how your brand evolves. I mean, I saw you in December, and then I saw you again like two weeks ago, and things have changed so much. Oh, my God. And I just want to say I have Patty to thank for so much of it because... Mm-hmm. I do think of Patty as a mentor. And I mean, like, I just reached out to her a couple days ago. Like, you know, <laughs> her advice is, is so sage and so important. So I'm happy that you're sharing it with other people, Patty, because you're just an, an amazing, amazing spirit. Thank so, you, Sonia. Yes. As soon as I met you in December, it's like we connected immediately. It was almost like we were meant to know each other. Yeah. And I'm so happy that I call you a friend, that you've been on their show, and I can't wait to see everything that's going to come for you this year as well as all the years to come. I think you just have an amazing, amazing path right in front of you. So Thank I'm really you, excited. Patty. Yeah. So it's an honor to have you on. Guys, go ahead. Make sure to subscribe to the show. Uh, give us a five-star review. Tim, am I missing anything? Salient information here? Just, you know, keep keep listening. Keep, uh, keep looking out on the lookout for uh, Sonia's great success. And that's about it. Yeah. We'll <laughs> see you next time, guys. Thank you so much for hearing our show. As always, we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss free minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook. <laughs>